Good morning, Thrive. Yes, hallelujah. All right, the, the Freedom Conference. Pastor Nathan was here at the first service. Now he's over at Release Free. And then next week, it's Release Free is Thrive. Amen? Yes. Two churches becoming one. All right, uh, the Freedom Conference. Uh, the Freedom Conference, I've been a couple of times. I've had no Pastor Nathan said he's been 15 times. Uh, we would encourage you to enroll in the Freedom Conference. It is liberating. There is freedom that happens at the Freedom Conference. So uh, go to the website. Go to the Church Center app uh, and register for that conference. And there's also, I heard Nathan talking earlier, I was saying at the first service, that uh, there's also child care. There's things for the, for the young ones to do, but they have to be registered. So just uh, a few things there. So, all right. Worship this morning was awesome. I got the live crowd, the awake crowd now, the 10 o'clock crowd. Y'all awake? All right. So this morning we're going to be continuing a series on earth as it is in heaven, those things have been, uh, all the, the different topics that we've talked about during this whole series has just been eye-opening. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So it's, uh, it's eye-opening. It's a little. Okay. All right. It's eye-opening. Freedom comes. All these things have been eye-opening. This morning we're going to be talking about finding freedom in worship. Finding freedom in worship. All right, it's a little awkward, y'all. But that's all right. Sorry. Technical difficulties. Aren't they just wonderful? But this morning, so we're continuing on in our own earth as it is in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. We want to bring heaven to earth. And this morning we're going to be talking about finding freedom in worship. And if you have your, your cell phone or your, your uh, tablet or for those of y'all that are old school, I'm old school, y'all. I still got Bibles. And sometimes I bring them to church, but... I've got to try, just go to the U version. Go to the U version app and then go to events, find Thrive Church. It'll have all the sermon notes there. And you can save those, and I would encourage you to save those for future use. This morning, we are going to start with our text is in Matthew chapter 2, starting with verse 11. And just to give you some history here, this is when the wise men or the scholars of the day, they would be pro, pro, like college professors now, university professors, these people that are supposed to be extremely wise, really, really smart, right? They read the signs in the sky, and they're seeking Jesus. They're seeking, they knew that the king of kings had been born. And they were seeking him. And this is what happened when they found him. It says they entered the house. 
and saw the child in the arms of Mary, his mother, overcome. They were overcome. They kneeled and worshipped him. Him, this should be capitalized, him being Jesus. They kneeled, they were overcome. They kneeled and they worshipped him. And there's so much in that. Overcome, they kneeled and worshipped him. There's so much in that. When you get into the presence of God, <clears throat> you're going to be overcome. But these wise men, they were seeking Jesus. And when they found him, they were overcome. They kneeled down and they worshipped him. Then they opened their luggage, they opened their stuff they had with them, and they gave it all to him. They gave him the gold, the frankincense, and the myrrh. And what we're going to take from this is wise men, wise people, wise women, seek Jesus to what purpose? To worship. Wise men seek Jesus to worship. How many of you know what worship is? I mean, for real. Who can tell me what the definition of worship is? If you wasn't in the first service. If you was not in the first service, then you can tell me, but who could tell me? Worship. Let's look at the word worship. Wikipedia. Great. To worship is to honor and show reverence for as a divine being or supernatural power. Next. To regard with great or extravagant. To regard with great or extravagant respect, honor, and devotion. This is what worship is. It's to honor with great or extravagant respect, honor, and devotion. Now let's look at freedom. We're going to we're going to find freedom in worship. We don't know what worship is. You know, we want to know what freedom is. Freedom is the quality or state of being free, such as the absence or necessity, coercion, or constraint in choice or action. Liberation from slavery or restraint from the power of another. Amen. Next. This is my favorite one. The quality or state of, of being exempt or released usually from something onerous, burdensome, 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 or troublesome. And I'd look up the word onerous. And I'll just lead you down. Look up one word, you look up another, look up another, look up another. Onerous. Didn't know what onerous. I mean, I knew it was burdensome or troublesome. I looked up some synonyms for onerous, and it's bitter, it's uh, heavy laden, it's hateful, it's, it's just a heavy 
weight that's carried around. And freedom is the state of being exempt or released from this. So we want to be we want to be set free. We want to be we want this onerous uh, burden to be lifted off of us. We don't want to be restrained. So we're talking about freedom in what in our worship in the way that we show great or extravagant honor and respect to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Uh, expectant worship. Matthews 2 and 11. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. The last translation said they were overcome. And fell down and worshipped him. When they had opened their treasures, they presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When you enter into the presence of the Lord, how many of you want to enter into the presence of the Lord? Yes. When you enter into the presence of the Lord, you can't help but worship. Just speaking from my personal experience, because that's only, you know, that's, that's the only place that any of us can speak from, is our personal experience. When I've come into the presence of the Lord, no matter, no matter if it's here at church, if it's at Thrive, or if it's in the morning when I wake up, or if it's at night when I'm laying down, or whether it's when I'm driving to my job, or I'm driving home from my job, or I'm sitting on a piece of equipment and I'm running a piece of equipment, when the presence of the Lord shows up, the only thing I can do is just worship. It's just worship. Been in that spot where it just breaks me down. And, you know, I'm thinking about when, I, when I'm doing all these different things and I get up in the morning, my mind constantly goes to work and it's like, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to make sure this happens today. How many of you understand that? That it's just your mind, as soon as I wake up, sometimes, well, not even when I lay down, does it shut off, but it just continues to work all night long or I, I need to do this, I need to make sure that this happens and, and all these different things but when the presence of God shows up it doesn't really matter what Joey wants from a personal level talking to you from where I've been it doesn't matter at that point what Joey wants doesn't, doesn't matter that what I want to do is I want to fall down and I just want to worship no matter where I'm at what I'm doing just want to worship just want to thank him for being who he is and for no other reason because he is the king of kings he is the lord of lords he is the creator of everything 
And when you come into his presence, you just want to worship. And during that time when all that stuff, all that junk, all that onerous stuff, when I come into his presence, it all just, it just falls away. It, it melts away. It melts away. And so when the wise men were searching for him and when they found him, what was the response? When you find him, what's going to be your response? You're going to worship. That's your response. You're going to worship. And we're going to see that. I want to show you. So I want you, I want you to open your imagination this morning. We're going to read some scripture, but I want you to picture what, what I'm going to read to you or what you're going to read. I want you to picture this scene as if you're there. So Revelations. This is John the Revelator. In chapter 4, verse 1, Then I looked, and oh, a door opened into heaven. The trumpet voice, the first voice in my vision, called out, ascend and enter, and I'll show you what happens next. I was caught up at once in deep worship. What happened next? Caught up in deep worship. And oh, a throne set in heaven with one seated on the throne, suffused with gems of amber and a flame of nimbus, nimbus emerald. Twenty-four thrones circled the throne. The twenty-four elders seated, white-robed, gold crown. Y'all remember crowns? Lightning flashed, thunder crashed, pulsed from the throne. Seven fire-blazing torches fronted the throne. These are the sevenfold spirit of God. Before the throne, it was like a clear crystal see so what John's seeing here is he's seeing he's seeing the throne of God in heaven a prowling around the throne in verse 9 prowling around the throne were four animals all eyes and they chanted night and day never taking a break holy 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 is God our master, sovereign, strong, the was, the is, the coming. And every time the animals gave glory and honor and thanks to the one seated on the throne, the age after age living one, the 24 elders would fall prostrate before the one seated on the throne. They worshiped the age after age living one. They threw their crowns at the foot of the throne, chanting, Worthy, O oh Master, yes, our God, take glory, the honor, the power. You created it all, and it was created because you wanted it. So here we have a picture of God's throne. And God resides in unapproachable light, and there's thunderings, 
there's lightnings, there's pulses, and there's these four animals going around the throne constantly, night and day, night and day, never ceasing to say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord, the one who is, who was, and is to come. And then whenever they say that, there's 24 thrones around the throne that John can see. And there's elders there and they are clothed in white because the blood of Jesus washes us, makes us white as snow. And they have crowns on their head. And what are these crowns? How many of you have read this passage before? I've read this passage a lot of times and I thought, well, what are the crowns? What are the crowns? The crowns represent all they have. Everything they are. It's their reward. How many of you know you're going to get a reward when you get to heaven? You're going to be issued a crown. You're going to get a reward. This is their reward. It identifies them as who they are in heaven. And they take this crown off the top of their head this is everything they are. And they throw it at the foot of the throne. And they prostrate themselves on the floor on that crystal sea. And they worship. This is what they do. that this is a holy God who's deserving you know he, he's done tremendous amounts for me people ask me all the time they say how are you doing I said I'm a, doing a lot better than what I deserve because God has blessed me beyond measure But you know, if he did nothing else for Joey, if he did absolutely nothing else for me, if he had not done anything at all for me, he's still worthy. He's still worthy to be worshipped. He's still worthy to be lifted up. He's still worthy to be praised. He's still worthy of all the glory. And he's worthy of all the honor and all the power. He is worthy. How much different would it be if we recognize God for who he is instead of what he can do for us? If we worship him just because of who he is. Just because of who he is. Expressive worship. Express yourself. Y'all know that song? Huh? You know that song? Express yourself in worship. 
What has God done for you? When you really boil it down, what has God done for you? Has he saved you? Has he forgiven you? Has he blessed you? Has he set you free? Has he delivered you? Has he healed you? Has he protected you? Has he kept you? Has he done any of that for y'all? I know he's done it for me. You know, it's all right to say amen. It's all right to say glory. Because you know what? You're not saying glory to me. You're saying glory because the God's done these things for you. You're saying glory to the one, the highest. The one that's seated on the throne. Glory to him. He gave it all. Gave it all. Left his, left his throne room in heaven. Left his throne room in heaven. Put on flesh. Lived the perfect life. And gave it all for you. Did all that for you. He 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 did all that for you too. And for you. And for you. And for you. He did it for you on the back row too. And you know what? If it, if it had just been you, George, if it had just been you, he would have done it anyhow. Amen. That's what makes him worthy. That's why we should express our gratitude, our thanks. And we're going to talk about some scripture. We're going to look at some scriptures here that, that is about expressing yourself. Expressive worship. You know, we have expected worship, which is when you come into the presence of God, you're going to worship. It's expected that when you come into his presence, you're going to worship. But when you get into his presence and you begin to worship, how are you going to worship? It's going to be expressive worship. So express yourself. Psalms 95 and 1. Oh, come. Let us sing. Sing to the Lord. Let us Shout joyfully. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Glory! But we think we got to be, we got to be uh, proper. We got to be reserved. Oh, come, let us worship, and what? 
bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Master. so-and-so think if they see me doing this. Next one. Lift up your hands. This is going to get you. <laughs> Lift up your hands in the sanctuary. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Express yourself. So how are we going to express ourselves when we begin to worship the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the exalted one, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Lion of the tribe of Judah? How are we going to express ourselves in worship? We're going to raise our hands. We're going to kneel. We're going to bow down. We're going to become prostrate, and we're going to shout joyfully. We're going to be grateful. We're going to be thankful for what he's done for all of us. So is going to say, they're going to see me. I invited, I invited, I invited them. And now they're going, I can't do that. I've got to be reserved, reserved, proper, dignified. I can't do that. I can't raise my hand. I can't bow down. No, nobody wants to hear me sing. I'm really telling you, y'all really don't want to hear me sing. I sing. If you want to hear me sing, y'all come right up here on Sunday mornings. You'll hear me do some singing, and before long, you will be moved all the way to the back corner over there. But I'm not singing for you. I'm not singing for you. That's not for you. But you don't want to hear it anyhow. <laughs> but express yourself. Make a joyful noise. Sing unto the Lord. Kneel down, bow down, shout joyfully, raise your hands in the sanctuary. Doesn't matter where you're at. When you see that person that you invited, they'll be like, no, that's it. That's not crazy. That dude was crazy at church. I can't go back there. Can't go with him. You know what? If they sing, oh. Y'all got to love me. You have to. And just know that I love you. Let's see the way you act at football games. The first service didn't get that right there, y'all. That's bonus. 
They don't think you're crazy then, do they? But man, you act that way in the house of God. And you act that way when you're walking across to the walking across to the water burger. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for this water burger that's sent straight from the throne to the store in Athens. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Lord bless it. They would think you're crazy. They'd be like, I don't know where that came right there. If you're going to be crazy, why not be crazy for God? Yeah. Amen? And my, my youngest son says Waterburger. They will be Waterburger in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. It is good. So express yourself. Lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. Bow before him. Extravagant worship. Come on, worship team. Extravagant worship. We talked about in what worship was, it was great or extravagant. Second time we hear this word today. Extravagant worship. Giving all, let's say right here, let's go right here. So I went back and changed my notes. So they didn't get the change on their notes. Because I was reading before this, this is, this is, this is a hard saying. This is hard, y'all. You must. How many of you like to be told what to do? I don't. It's all. It's hard. I took it out of my nose because I was, when I was reading it, I was like, man, that's just hard. I don't know if I can say that. That's hard. You know what? I didn't get it to the media. You must give all. You must give all. During worship, be extravagant. Be loud. Holding nothing back. Believing it all before the throne. The wise men, when they came into his presence, they bowed down. And they worshiped. They opened up their luggage and they gave it all. The 24 elders around the throne, they cast their crowns and they bow down and they worship. On earth, as it is in heaven. Let that sink in. On earth, 
you come into his presence, all the onerous, all the burdens, all the hatred, all the selfishness, all the dignity, all the reservedness, melt away before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords before the one who created it all when you come into his presence that presence things change prayer time this afternoon it could be in love thy neighbor tonight why I'm thinking about that love thy neighbor release free tonight it could be tomorrow morning when you wake up or when you're on the job tomorrow it could be whenever whenever you come into his presence Things change. Do you want to worship? The 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy our Lord and God to receive glory and honor and power. You created all things and by your will they were created and have their being. On earth as it is in heaven. Finding freedom in worship. We had a message, the saints message this morning. And there was a, a gentleman sitting right over here. And when we got through, he come up. And he said, you know what? I found freedom this morning. They're going to do a worship song, Graves in the Garden. And I would challenge you to worship God like God deserves to be worshipped. But he said this morning, he said, I found freedom. I have found freedom this morning. He said, I have danced before the Lord. He said, I've danced in the honky-tonks. I've danced in the clubs. He said, but I have danced before God. And he said, I'm free this morning to dance before God like God deserves. King David, extravagant worshiper. So extravagant, 
his wife got upset with him because of the way that he worshiped God. Because he worshiped God the way God should be worshiped. Holding nothing back. Pouring it all out. Leaving it with him. Because you were created for this one purpose. To worship. There's lots of ways to worship. Paul says, and everything, I think it's Paul, everything that you do, do it as unto the Lord. That's a form of worship. You worship in your giving. You can worship in the way that you work. You can worship in the way that you treat others. But I want to worship to where people see Jesus. That's the way I want to worship. So I want to pray for you this morning. I want to ask you, what is the Holy Spirit saying to you? Lord, we praise you. Lord, I thank you. Thank you for the ability to worship you, God, for who you are. Lord, you're our Savior, our Redeemer, our Healer, our Deliverer, our Strength, our Strong Tower. You're everything. You're the creator of everything. And we praise you. And Lord, we worship you and we magnify you. Lord, and we cast everything, God, Lord, before you. We take our crowns off and we cast them before the throne. Lord, everything that we are, we cast before the throne because you are worthy you are worthy you are worthy you are holy and Lord just move upon your people God Lord stir our hearts set us free Set us free. Set us free from our dignity and our self-preservation, our selfishness. And God, Lord, as we lay it all before you and worship you how you are deserving to be worshipped. All out, extravagant, expressive worship. Thank you, God. We give you glory and honor. Now stand with us.